Good afternoon, and welcome back to Intrepid Radio, the show that brings you and showcases some of the world's most intrepid people. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined today by something a little bit different on this show. Normally, I'm, I'm showcasing some business. Usually, I'm showcasing some business authors, but I got a interesting conversation to have today. Say hello to Tony Stubblebine. He is the co-founder and CEO of Lyft. Welcome to the show, Tony. Hey, Todd. Good to be here. Hey, everyone. Yeah, good to have you. Thanks for making some time to join me, Tony. Uh, before we get into a conversation around Lyft, take a few seconds and tell the audience a little bit about you and your background. Sure. I'm a, um, I'm a startup guy out here in the Bay Area, uh, originally an engineer. I'm a two-time entrepreneur and a two-time entrepreneur. <laughs> and uh, I've... Uh, just always really been interested in how people become great at something. And when I was when it was time to start another company, I I wanted to build it around self improvement. And so that's kind of the the core of Lyft is around my own interest in how uh, how people get good at something. Well, I mean, you you describe Lyft as a personal improvement company. Talk about Lyft itself. What is it? How does it work? Sure. It's a, it's a really simple support tool for any goal. And so let me clarify that a little bit. But let's talk, talk about some specific goals. If you're um, like me, an uh, entrepreneur, a business owner, you probably think a lot about your own productivity and you start to think, all right, what are the habits that I could have to be better at my job? And I know personally, I've recently I picked up uh, a meditation habit and an inbox zero habit and and for a long time before that I was working on a just making sure to remember to set priorities for at the beginning of the day so that I didn't get lost in all of the work that I have that I could potentially do and I could just focus on what's really important so those were for me new habits that you know I'd sort of you know fallen into entrepreneurship and just did my best but I wanted to get better at it and I wanted to pick up these habits and the, I mean, the core to get to picking up a new habit is you really can't change anything unless you measure it. And so Lyft is a very easy tracking tool. And then it's a lot easier to pick it up if you have the support of other people doing it or your friends. And so Lyft is also community supported, we say. Yeah, well, I want to get into that and the importance of that, and it's actually one of the elements of it that I really, really like. Uh, when when someone asks me what it is, because I'm always out there pushing it, I, yeah. I say oh, it's a device to help you form better habits. And and you mentioned uh, meditating, and that's one of my daily habits. Uh, and and I, you know, like many, I'm not very good at that, and I'm learning and I'm trying to get better at it. But but how Lyft actually works is that you it, it's it, it's it's a it's a web based tool, but it's it's Probably really more designed for the for the iPhone, right? Yeah, we do have an iPhone version and a web version, so anyone should be able to use it. The iPhone version came first, so it's a little bit further ahead. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing to me to see meditation spread as a habit for really ambitious people because for a long time it was you know mostly popular as a spiritual practice, but more and more we run into people who think of it as a uh, as a performance practice, that you realize, you know, we're we're bombarded, we're multitasking all day, we have so many thoughts in our head. What we really need to be able to do is to practice 
being focused on something and you know being present in the moment and that's really what meditation is about yeah well i mean it, the, the 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 just behind lift is is you create your your account and you begin to identify certain things you want to you want to start doing or habits you want to start forming or or reminders uh, and as you say i never really thought of as a measurement system for these daily yeah. tasks, but it, it's exactly what it is. And, uh, but for me, I, I things on mine. I mean, I I just clicked it right before I called you for this interview because I I track how much water I drink each day and and right. and, and and meditation and flossing uh, and and uh, exercising and re reading uh, reaching my writing goal for each day and all those different kinds of tasks. And, and the beauty of it is, it's the the design is very simple. There's nothing fancy about it. You create this task or this habit you want to form, and just you just have a list, and you open up the app, and you you just click a big check box saying done, complete. <laughs> it's really that simple, right? Right. It is that simple, and then but just around that simple model, there's so much support. It's you know that you've got the reminders, you've got people cheering you on, you've got you know the own. The own gra the graphs of how you're doing, just staring you in the face, so you know, do I have to do better or am I doing good? And but the work that you have to put in is is minimal, and that was always one of our our goals when we designed it. Well, the design is is very simple, and as you say, minimal, and that's what I love about it. Uh, and yeah, that graph that shows that when I had an off week is is quite depressing, but it, it it's a it's a forehead smack, which is part of the goal of the thing. Um, you've I, I talk about the role it plays in productivity. I, I was uh, the, the gentleman who was talking about it that made me aware of it was Julian Smith. And and oh. he has since talked a lot about how he achieves what he achieves and all the things that he does and, and the success that he's had. And he talks about a couple of very simple strategies and how he does all that he does. And one of those is the application of Lyft. And and, and but talk about, so I'm th think of a, of a small business guy. Uh, how does he use this thing? Yeah, it, it's just take a, a few minutes and think about your business and how you could make more of an impact in your business. And I think, you know, when I when I coach people on productivity, I, I almost think of like two levels. There's one, just getting more done. And that's the easiest one. A lot of people are just working to be able to do more. But then the level beyond that is how can I do more of the right thing? Right? A lot of times if you look at your day there was one thing that really made an impact on on your business and the rest was just you know keeping the business afloat and so you know so in Lyft there's going to be a couple of habits that you can pick to to start developing and start working on so that you can be better at business and i mean set priorities for your day is basically the standard uh, productivity advice from almost every productivity coach that we know. I mean, it's, you know, there's some variation of it in getting things done. There's some variation of it that comes from Tony Robbins. It, I mean, it's basically that's the top one. Um, but, you know, when you were talking about your own habits, it's right, like, you're, the other problem that business owners have is that work swamps their entire life. And so you have a bunch of potential work-life balance 
uh, habits that would be good to track and lift, for example, exercise. A lot of business owners track some sort of uh, you know, relationship habits, like compliment my wife or tell my wife I love her. And just to remind themselves that they have, you know, they're working for a reason and, uh, and they can't ignore the, the rest of their life. Have dinner with my family. Uh, those are, are common um, uh, habits that are popular with, uh, with entrepreneurs. Yeah, no, it's amazing because uh, the majority of the of the habits I'm tracking are are not necessarily business related, but they do lead to a more complete, more satisfying life, which then makes you a better entrepreneur, a better businessman. And yes, uh, tell my wife I love her is certainly one of mine. And frankly, I think I've accomplished that one more than any other habit. Talk right. about some of the best practices, Tony. I mean, as you've observed the user base for a while now, what? What seems to work and, and what doesn't? For me, when I first started this thing, I said drink my my water goals for the day, which you know, eight cups or whatever whatever it is. And and I found that when I just said, hey, drink water, it was too generic, it was too big, too broad, and, and it was difficult for me to really figure out how best to measure my completion of it or not. And so I've broken it down to drink first bottle. And I have another one called drink second bottle water. I've really narrowed it down to very specifics to to give me more concrete goals to, to shoot for. Plus, I'm one of those guys that loves to check off to-do lists. And so the more things I can check off, the better off or the more satisfied I am. Talk about some other best practices. Well, you always want to have something you that you can have momentum on. And so a lot of uh, behavior designers, which Lyft is kind of, this, there's a whole science behind it. And one of the, that comes from researchers in behavior design. But one of the things that they'll try and do is, is simplify your habit to the point that it's almost trivial to do. Because once you start building consistency, it will grow. Your natural ambition will grow it. And one of the com most common early pitfalls is to have a goal that's too big that you never even accomplish at once. So uh, in Lyft, it's either make a really small habit, like drink the first bottle of water is a lot easier to accomplish than drink four bottles of water. So that's a great habit that for you because it means that you're going to get going early. The other is to have you know to have a habit that you want to do. Like tell my wife I love her is such a great habit because like that what's what's hard about that? There's nothing painful about that. That's a great it's self reinforcing, right? For your uh, you know I assume that most people's wives are pleased to uh, to be told that they're loved, right? So. Um, just to have some mix of habits that you actually want to do and you're capable of doing so that you can get some momentum going. And of course, you have, uh, you're, everyone has giant goals, but those, those get accomplished through consistent effort. Yeah, you don't, you, one, of your, one of your items on Lyft is not to write my novel. I, mean, I, I think that's too grand a project. What it is is what you do, in my opinion, on Lyft to say, write 500 words a day. And if you build that habit, well, then boom, before long, that novel is written. Right. And that, I mean, that's the, the fundamental realization that, you know, where everyone wants to have, you know, have overnight success. But anytime you research someone who is successful, you, you realize they just, they worked at it all the time. We have an investor who is one of the Twitter founders, and he said, you know, it took me 10 years to be an overnight success. Yep. And, I mean, that's always true. And you talk about writing. 
Um, I I like to bring up the example of Stephen King, who's uh, you know prolific author. How many books has he written? And uh, I'm pretty sure his thing is that he writes two thousand words a day, like, and he does not leave work until he's written two thousand words. But and this is the part that really stood out for me. He's almost always done with work between one p.m. and four thirty p.m. So think about that for a second. Leaving work at four thirty p.m. Right, like I live in this world of Silicon Valley where everyone thinks you're supposed to work till midnight. <laughs> we have one of the most productive people of all time who's leaving work at 4:30 every day, and it's because he doesn't measure. Like he just realized measuring time spent is ridiculous. What he needs to measure is work completed, and and it's the consistency that paid off for him more than anything else. And so, you know. You know, we're always tempted to do some heroic effort, and then the next, and then we pay for it the next day, and you know, maybe reframe it or think of it differently. A heroic effort over the course of the year means I did this thing every day for an entire year, and that's amazing. And the effect that you get from that is always amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an overused phrase, but this notion of you know, it's it's the it's the small steps you take each day add up to a long journey, and and but that's that's the power of lift is it helps motivate you and as you say builds that momentum to to accomplish those small steps because after time it does add up. Um, you men, I mentioned Julian Smith as as a guy who uh, uh, was the person who made me aware of this app. But there's been some other interesting partnerships that you've gone into with people like Tim Ferriss and Leo Babauta. Talk about those partnerships. Yeah. Um, so you know, the thing I mean. If you look about, I, your your listeners are entrepreneurs, so they'll get this. There's like, what is the opportunity that we saw when we started Lyft? And it's fundamentally, you there's a ton of people who give advice and very little support for that advice. And so we actually have some of the most famous advice givers out there coming to us saying, okay, I've given the advice and now I need to support it. And so they have uh, their own... Uh, programs built into Lyft. So if you want to do the four-hour body diet, you can come to Lyft, join Tim Ferriss's four-hour body group, and and it'll break it down for you. These are the exact habits that you need to do for this diet. Here's the the core information you should read. Uh, Leo, who's the founder of Zen Habits, does every month he does a di- he focuses on a a different ha- life habit and skill. And just like constantly gives you the information you need to be successful in that habit. And the one I'm most success, uh, most excited about, which just launched on Monday, is David Allen's Getting Things Done uh, book. Just has launched a group. So David Allen is like one of the most respected productivity gurus out there, and he has a whole company training people in productivity. And so they launched a group around productivity and every day one of his coaches from his organization is in there answering questions and giving tips and i just i think i mean to me that is so amazing to have basically the world's top productivity experts right there ready to answer your questions that's pretty cool. I somehow missed uh, the launch of the David Allen Group. That's a that's a that's a big victory. You know, uh, uh, part of what I really enjoy about the, the 
lift and, and the community is the community. It's the support that you get. It's when someone gives you a prop for knocking off one of your one of your daily tasks. Uh, talk about the importance of that and then take it one step further and talk about the power lifters. Um, I mentioned lift in a in a blog post, uh, heck, probably three, four months ago. And old Aaron Fry reached out to me and was grateful for the mention and, and got me involved in power lifters and I got sent the t-shirt and all that. And so I became a rabid fan of this thing and, and that led to our conversation today and all that. Talk about the community. Talk about the power lifters. We just have the best community in the world that, um, you know, for whatever reason, you know, the way that the promise that we have that we're going to help change your life, we have attracted really positive, supportive people. And it's almost the it's almost a mental shift the second you get in touch with the lift community is you realize that these are people that are actually achieving their goals and it means that you could too and you know we just think that that is the foundation of everything we're trying to do is based off of the strength of that community and so one of the programs that we run is to um, identify are, are really truly most um, uh, you know most supportive, most uh, enthusiastic users, and we run we call this program the Power Lifters, the the top you know the most enthusiastic lifters, and we send them T-shirts and we and we really try and get them involved in in the company. Um, I always give them early access to everything that we're doing. We show them what what the, the designs for what's coming next and get their feedback. And I think that's part of part of uh, you know our responsibility. They do so much in supporting us that you know, we we feel like we sh- we should be giving back to them as well. Tony, it's at this stage in a radio interview where someone like me asks someone like you, well, what's next for it, Lyft? What, what's the next development? What's the next iteration? Uh, I, I, I labored to ask that question of you because I don't really want it to change because I, I, it, it serves me so well at this moment. Is there further advancement of this? Uh, I mean, what, what is next for Lyft? Yes. Uh, there's one really important piece that hasn't been seen in Lyft yet, but is definitely to us key, which is right now you use Lyft after you accomplish the fact, or maybe you get a reminder and that comes right before you're, you're, you're trying to do your habit. But when you're staring at your habit, when it's like, you know, 8am and you bring up Lyft and you think, oh, I'm supposed to meditate today. How do you meditate? Where do you go? Do you go to some other app, right? Like I, I usually, there's two apps I use, Headspace and Calm.com. But why, I, there's no reason that you should have to leave Lyft for that. And so we're calling these training programs or training plans. We're not quite sure what to call them. But there's something coming where it's actually, here is the exact thing that you're supposed to do today. Make it easier for you um, to take that take that next step and uh, take the guesswork out of it. Do the research for you so that, you know, if you're doing couch to 5K and you're trying to run your first 5K race, like we can tell you what what your workout should be today. If you're trying to start meditating, we can, we can give you guided meditation right in that. So I think the experience won't change. The things that you like won't change, 
but the the support that we give can get a lot a lot bigger. Well, I stand corrected. I'm looking forward to that evolution. That that should be <laughs> it should be really fascinating. So awesome. Well, Tony, we're we're about out of time. Before I let you go, how can people get in touch with you, and where can they get their uh, get more information on Lyft and and download it and and get access to it? The key thing: go to our website, lyft.do. And uh, if you have an iPhone, download the iPhone version. If not, go with the web version. And um, as far as getting in touch with me, I'm uh, super social and easy to get a hold of on the internet. You can either email me, Tony at lift.do, or, uh, or get a hold of me on Twitter. I'm at Tony Stubblebine. All right. Tony Stubblebine, the co-founder and CEO of Lyft. Tony, it was great to have you. Thanks for stopping by and joining us. A pleasure. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps this episode. On behalf of my guest, Tony Stubblebine, I'm Todd Schnick. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Radio. (laughs) 